Oh, you didn't know? You better call somebody. I could hold that note for a long time, Big Ugly. It is the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, because that's who you want to call. You don't want to call Ghostbusters. You want to call us. My name is Dirty Mike. And I am the Big Ugly. And we are here at the mansion once again, Big Ugly. Yes, we are back, man. Uh, Once again, you didn't say it, so I had to say it. We are back. Well, I didn't say it. Yeah, I'm trying to mix it up. That's all. I'm trying to get in different things. You know how we do. Oh, you know, with the new day doing that, doing the Mick Foley right here in the mansion. So I'm going to try to mix it up. You know, I got the New Age Outlaws in there. DX style. I like it, man. And I I got two words for you. Wait, not yet. (laughs) I was going to hold off on that. No, actually, I got something I want to do later on in this podcast. But I got two words for you, you know, and and we are PG, aren't we? Yes, we are. Except for a couple of few choice things that happen every now and again. I mean, it's going to happen. But, uh, you know, because we're friendly for all ages. We want everybody to listen to us. And uh, we are here in the mansion. We got some new equipment, Big Ugly. Yes, man. We got this nice, sleek, black, blue Yeti microphone. To make our voices all even, to make a sound sexier. <laughs> sexier? I like that. We've been using the, uh, now if that can do that for me, I might want to keep this offline. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, you know, we've had the Zoom recorder and then everybody put over the Zoom recorders on their podcast and that's been great. So, but we also got the Yeti and that's fantastic. So we hope you enjoy. Please give us feedback on this new uh, sound system that we got. We want to hear from you. Positive feedback only. Pot- well, <laughs> Well, that's not going to get us too far. Yeah, I mean, we, but that's what we've got is positive feedback on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. And you know what? We got positive feedback from a lot of people, Big Ugly. We are now on the Twitter. How, how about that? We are, It's at uh, D-U-W and R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G-P-O-D. That's D-U Wrestling Pod. The Dirty Ugly Wrestling on the Twitter. And we also got followed on the Twitter by... We got followed by Bruce... Pritchard and Hey Hey It's Conrad. That's right. They are doing the big, big podcast, Something to Wrestle. Wait for it. With Bruce Pritchard. That's right. And uh, Hey Hey It's Conrad is also on the new What Happened When Mondays with Tony Schiavone, who is a complete badass. Oh, I said ass. I'm sorry. Sorry, uh, it, it accidents happen, man. It is. We push it the is. balance here. And he is a complete, uh, he is awesome. So they've got some great podcasts, some great content, and they are following Dirty Ugly Wrestling on the Twitter. Yes, man. It's great. And uh, you know, I've been thinking that my plan is if I go ahead and buy one of Bruce's shirts, Bruce Pritchett does a thing where he calls the person that buys the shirt. That's right. Therefore, I go ahead and I call him. He calls me. I ask him to put over the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast on his show. Dude, that's 10,000 listeners for us immediately. That's right. And we're going to thank a lot of these listeners. That is awesome. We got to do that. I just got a message via social media that we have a guest. So, And you know who this is, and we got to get into this. Oh, yeah. I do know who this is. Um, You know, we've been talking about needing a social ambassador on the show for the show. Uh, And we're still looking. To hire someone and so we have a social ambassador coming in here uh right now to join the dirty ugly wrestling podcast that's right she is coming in right now because you know supremacy works on their own time 
And we were going to do this nice big intro, but this is actually one of the Supremacy members who actually showed up at a time when we were almost expecting. You know what I'm saying? Uh, usually Supremacy just breaks down the door, calls into the podcast, but no, we have the social media ambassador, 2016 EWA Pro Wrestling Manager of the Year, right here live in the mansion, Violet. Hello, folks. Sorry if I'm a little little tired today. I was busy, you know, twittering for all of the, uh, you know, the social media superstar hashtag Pan Anthony's followers because, you know, he has billions and billions of followers. At least 2,200 worldwide as yes. far as I know. I don't know. He's you, never you know, updated you know, that you know, number you know, with me. You know what? I like to use sometimes alternative facts, but, you know, the numbers are there. The numbers are there, all right? Millions and facts. millions. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we knew we were going to get it from the social media ambassador, Violet. So yeah, this is the intro. We are going to get into EWA Pro Wrestling. We're going to talk about Rage in the Cage 2017, the road to the Sweet 16. We're going to talk about hashtag Pat Anthony. Never say his name without the hashtag. And uh, where's our coffee? You know, you brought your own, you know, specialty Do I coffee. look like your ambassador? Do I look that, like I'm your advisor? No, I'm not. That's a good question. And then I will tell you, this we microphone right here, this will pick up everything. So, uh, you know, anything to sound, this is a great microphone. So, and we know we might have to turn this one down a little bit because she can project. However. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're, you're the social media ambassador. You know, we're looking for a social we, media we ambassador. Yeah. Were we looking for Violet? I'm sorry, but I, I don't do low-grade uh, people. I actually whoa, you gotta whoa. put applications in, and I have to make sure you are qualified to have me as your ambassador. Now, low-grade, hold on, you wait see a this minute. Microphone? This microphone is at oh, least... I'm, I'm happy you got the one high-tech thing here, people. All We've right. got several high-tech things. Good, good job. See, you know, she's she's going to diss. Is that, is that the right word from the generation? Yeah, yeah. Diss? diss? Yeah, she's going to diss. Throw us. But shade, you know what? Man. What's that? Throwing shade. Throwing shit. Sorry, Mikey D doesn't understand yeah, such no, uh, yeah. concepts it's as right. shade. In this platform, just, just I am this, Dirty man. Mike in this platform, okay? Yeah. Dirty Mike and the big ugly. So yeah, that's okay, because we know, because, you know, this is our podcast. But, you know, Violet's going to interject wherever she wants, and that's that's going to happen. But you know what? We, we were talking about the Twitter, you know, we we're mm. talking about the Facebook, how Dirty Ugly Wrestling has a lot of followers. We're also on Gmail, you know, and uh, you can follow us and, you know, we can get your name out there, Violet. You know, we're going to, this is a media for you to basically speak your mind. So this is going to be spread Dirty Ugly Wrestling, listened to by a lot of people. We want to thank you all, by the way. Um, so you are here and we're going to get delve into Violet. How about that? I guess I'm here. I got my tall, you know, the biggest coffee I could find at Wawa, you know. This is like a 64 Hashtag shameless ounce. plug because it's delicious. And we do shameless plugs uh, all the time on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. So we're going to put over Wawa today. Yep. Um, so they do coffee, right? They do food. They do gas. Is you know, Is their food good? Oh, uh, and it's not too is bad. Is their food good? Sir, you need to go to a Wawa immediately. All right. Wawa, well, is that the official uh, food and uh, convenience store sponsor of Supremacy? I would not want to say that because Sheets is another high spot in my uh, Sheets. places to eat. All you right. know, after going to Sheets, I sometimes get the... Never mind. I'm not going to go okay, there. Can we not do that horrible pun? <laughs> I'm sorry. I know your name is Dirty Mike here, but seriously, not that dirty. <laughs> it is dirty and it is keep ugly. Keep it PG. That's right. And keep it <sighs> PG because we're on a lot of different mediums. We are on iTunes. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. And uh, you can follow us, like us, subscribe to us, because you're going to hear great interviews with a lot of different people, EWA Pro Wrestling included, and also 
Violet, the social media ambassador, because we're going to have a great interview with you today. I'm sure you've got a lot to say. Oh, when do I not have a lot to say, Mikey D? Even during the matches, I have to interject the little peons that are around the corners of the ring, trying to interject their little means and boos when they clearly should be cheering on the social media superstar, hashtag Pay and Anthony. That's right. And we are going to talk about your interference or your excuse interjection. Me, excuse me, excuse me. We I never interfere. I just uh, only place some sort of uh, giving hand if necessary. It's never, you know, horrible or done in malice. Or I don't think it's done in malice. I have quite quite good fun with it. Big so, Ugly, you've been out there in the crowd. You've seen what's going on with uh, the social media ambassador. Yeah, I, mean, I, just, I just tweak things. I just tweak a little things, you know, to make it work. So these are more alternative facts, I suppose. I I will <laughs> not say anything of that sort. I don't take my words and move it to where you need it. <sighs> I don't even know why I even said to come here with you two people. You wanted to come here. You've been wanting, you know, all of Supremacy has been on this podcast <sighs> with either our permission or not. And you have been the only one that has eluded us so far, and you are here. Now, we've got security on standby, by the way, because Supremacy may not be far behind when the social media ambassador Violet is here. So, you know, we got our seven security strategically placed around the mansion. To be fair, you, you need security anyway when I'm around. Did you not see the JT video? I, I did take care of him quite well to keep him warm. Keep you know, him he was, warm? He was very, you know... I think he electrified himself a little bit. were roasting on an open fire. You Let's talk about that. Man. Yes, kidnapped. You say kidnapped. I just say he was just permanently staying in a basement tied up. You know, it's no big deal. And he, he, he I didn't hear any problems. Okay, you don't have any of those car batteries she or any kind of hookups with you. <laughs> man, and, and you know, one of the first things that the uh, Violet ended up doing was striking a referee. So, uh, yeah, we better be careful. All right. I struck that referee because I was not given the opportunities that every other ref had, okay? I was always out on the sidelines or and I wouldn't never they never gave me an actual match to actually work with, all right? Oh, so so it, it was overdue. And to that ref, I wanna say sorry, but I'm really not. He deserved it and it and it helped further who I am today and who I help out the most, which is hashtag Pan Anthony. And supremacy. That too, but at that moment, there was no supremacy. And at that time, mm. and my opportunity was uh, needed, it was just only the social media superstar hashtag Pan Anthony. And I'll tell you what, uh, Corey Berger, B E R G E R, that's the referee that you struck. And he Burger is cookies. a. Burger uh, you can cookies. say his name over and over. He is just a guy in a striped suit, in my opinion. I will never remember his name. Well, uh, we will remember his cookies and, uh, you know, Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast veteran himself. But I tell you what, we, we got this intro going and we're going to get into all of these things. and We're going to go into a break. What do you think about that, Big Ugly? Sounds good. And then we are going to come right back with lots more of the Social Media Ambassador 2016 EWA Pro Wrestling Manager of the Year, Violet. Violet, why don't you take us into break? All right. Just go to break. I don't, I don't have anything good for you guys to hear. This is Dirty Mike, a.k.a. Mikey D, the voice of Maryland, and I'd like to invite you to the Pain Factory EWA Pro Wrestling Training Facility, 1113 North Point Road in Dundalk, Maryland, for free tryouts to be in the pro wrestling business. We also have pro wrestling birthday parties for all ages. For all that and more EWA Pro Wrestling info, contact us at 443-858-2755. Find us, like us, follow us, and join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and EWAMaryland.com. 
We are back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. And I am the Big Ugly. And we are here with Violet, the social media ambassador for, specifically, Hashtag Pat Anthony, the current EWA heavyweight champion. And Violet... Can, can we... Can we actually just say his full thing? You know, the pharaoh of Facebook, the instigator of Instagram, the titan of Twitter, your social media, you know, emphasis of the amazingness, your super media uh, superstar, hashtag Pan Anthony. You know, I, I do say a lot of that when I do announce him. But, but you got to just keep, keep it going. Don't, don't uh, you know, water it down because we're on this podcast of yours. Swig keep of water for working me. 2,200 followers worldwide. <laughs> At least. At or least. millions, according to earlier on talking yeah. about that. It is millions, all right? It's just everything's broken around here, even uh, with your new, new equipment. And millions. <laughs> Sorry. And um, so let's talk about hashtag Pat Anthony for a minute because, you know, we're, we're giving them the introduction. We're going to talk about him. So you have been his social media ambassador ever since you uh, struck referee Corey Berger, B-E-R-G-E-R. And um, you have been with him. So what is the allure there? Tell us about the relationship between you and hashtag Pat Anthony is basically a very good business transaction here he needs help making sure all his followers know what's going on for his day-to-day opportunities and I was there to make sure that you know everything is done properly you know because with all his clamoring fans around the ring (laughs) you know you need somebody there to buffer them away from them so I'm just there to make sure that they stay in their place and that maybe a little bit of times I go and check up on him inside the ring. If I push a, you know, ref that's in my way, that's just, you know, a casualty of my uh, job, uh, you know, occupation. Forearm in the face, excuse me. You know, you call it a forearm in the face. I just say just placing a nice arm around the person's face away from my client, you know. it. You just, you don't have to make it sound so brutal when it really isn't. Big Ugly, you've been out there. Did he die, though? Well, nobody died. I mean, Big Ugly, you've been out there. So you ensure he wins through interference. I never said that. As I said, I am just merely out there to make sure the clamoring fans do not touch him and also to make sure that, you know, things go smoothly. I, I, I check the tweets while I'm out there. I check everything else. I make sure you say his name properly. Oh, and, you, you know. certainly have gotten in, you know, my business every once in a while. Yeah. So how are those tweets looking when he's out there? Oh, they're, they're great. You know, they're like, he is the best guy ever. He's the greatest social, <laughs> you know, social media superstar <clears throat> out there. The fans are going, I want to be him. I want to hashtag see him alive. Like, why... Why would it anything be negative? I don't hear the negativity. Man, we, we got uh, the positive, positive Violet over here. I don't know. I mean, I'm not looking at those tweets while I'm out there, but I know she's got the tablet. You know, she's got the phone and everything. So you're, she's more in touch than we are at the time. But uh, Big Ugly, you see it from the EWA country, and I see it from ringside. So um, yeah, we kind of know what the deal is with Violet. But, and, you know, hashtag Pat Anthony. You know, he is the EWA heavyweight champion at this point in time. And you have had a lot to do with him not only winning, but keeping that EWA heavyweight championship. And that has taken you into being the accolade of the manager of the year, which was announced not too long ago. Manager of the year for 2016. Oh, and I'll be again next year. Let's be honest. I am the only manager here at EWA. And that's just because I know what I'm doing. Again, this is a business for me when everybody else kind of does it for fun because they have a 
boyfriend there that they're watching. Mm-hmm. Hashtag <coughs> Dirty Rizzo. And oh. you know, I I, I just want to make it known that like this is my business. This is my job, and I do it to the hundred and tenth percent. That is why the fans definitely knew to vote for me and they're going to do it again because I make it matter. I come out there, do my job and my client goes out with gold every time. Very humble. She brought up a good, extremely humble. She brought up a good point. Rabid Rizzo and Jason Drake, who is the current uh, Maryland champion, there was a mixed tag team match not too long ago, which we were asking for and we got it. Um, and it was the social media ambassador, Violet, and hashtag Pat Anthony against Jason Drake and the Rabbit Rizzo. How did that match end? You know what? We're not going to talk the technicalities of how that <laughs> ended, all right? You know, there's a reason she's named Rabbit, and I'm very sure I had to get rabies shots by the end of that match. Wow. All right? I, you know, the dirtiness that got clawed onto my face when she took off my he- nice headgear was just astounding. I she messed up my makeup. She messed up my hair. She messed up my nice pants. My pants dress. My pants and my pantsuit. She's got I can't you rattled. Apparently, it's not really rattled. I'm just you know it was a lot of money. And then they also had to make sure they had a better ref when I was clearly injured. I came out there limping. Do you not recall that I was limping? I recall. I do recall seeing you limping, and then uh, I also recall seeing you start to walk just fine. I. You know what I. I may have slight amnesia on that. <laughs> I believe I was injured during the whole time of that match. And this was just taking, you know, the fans and the rest of the EWA decided, let's make fun of, you know, the social media superstar and his ambassador who's clearly injured. And let's have this match still go on. Wow. So you've been an in-ring competitor. You've been a referee. You've been a manager. So where where do you see Violet going forward? Are you going to continue to be a social media ambassador for not only hashtag Pat Anthony, but all of supremacy? Is that where your future is taking you? Oh, yeah. First and foremost, I am here for my clients who clearly need my guidance in making sure that all of the, you know, EWA and all the followers around who follow Supremacy and the social media superstar hashtag Anthony get to know what is going on with their daily lives and what's going on with each and every match. Yes, they're great in-ring competitors and they all can talk for themselves. I'm just there to put the cherry on top to make sure that the extra glitz and glamour is there. The cherry on top. Big Ugly. What do you think about uh, as far as Supremacy? Now, we, we've had our dealings with Supremacy. Um, what do you Man, think? Man, you got super kicked. Uh, I got super kicked. Yes, just don't I get did. in the way of a, you know, he was just stretching his leg out and just, <laughs> somehow you put your face near his foot. You know, let's not call it, you know, something worse than it is. I guess that happened to Ray C. Hawkins too, huh? Well, you know, why would you put a man in a wheelchair in a ring? It's just beyond my means of concern. Like, why don't get in the ring if you're not ready for what happens? Man, I tell you, I was I was attacked with a, a knife, something sharp as well. You know what? But that's this isn't about me. Are, are you gonna just keep crying? I feel as though this has now become Mikey D's time of crying and you know complaining of what has happened to him. Nobody cares. Well, You're still alive. You're fine. I, I am, and I did get to super kick TJ Sykes yes, in the you, face. Yes, you did. I I, uh, I I don't like talking about that. All right. I don't like talking about. It. Let's go on. What's the next question? Well, let us, he know, just, all he did was stretch his legs. I tried, oh, you know what? You know, no, 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 no. Let's go to the next question. I am, I am done with hearing that. 
kettle. Oh, you know what? I need a sip of my coffee. This is ridiculous. Go ahead. You know that uh, you know sixty-four foot coffee that you got here. It's an iced coffee. If you hear it uh, around, because she is ice cold. Because she is cold blooded. Right? Is that something? Cold These blooded. puns are hurting my soul. Let's keep going. <laughs> Do you have a, a little soul? Ring, little ring there's it's there somewhere. Okay, I have to have a little bit of it because let's face it, you have to have a. You have to have that soul because I, I feel great about my supremacy members. I do care about them. And that's about it. So, Everybody else could go away. <laughs> so you don't believe the rumors that uh, supremacy is imploding? There, there, there's no implosion. Let let the rumors rest. There is nothing happening of that nature. All right. So we're going to get back to That's a good point, Big Ugly. Hang on to that because we're going to get back to that. But what I want to talk about right now is Rage in the Cage. You know, this was a, a little bit of a segue. 2017, one of the biggest events EWA Pro Wrestling has ever put on. All of Supremacy was there that night. And uh, Supremacy kind of had some ups and downs, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the ups, and we'll talk about this first, at the end of the night, hashtag Pat Anthony did walk away with the EWA Heavyweight Championship. And it did seem that, you know, he was carried out on all of your shoulders. And it seemed like after a night of ups and downs, Supremacy did walk out together. Again, so what is this whole imploding talk? As you so, can see, there is pictures everywhere showing that there is unity amongst our group. So why keep trying to claw and put dirt where there isn't any? Because this is dirty and it's yeah. ugly. It's just a little rumor and innuendo. Rumor and innuendo. But y- you know. You know. Lot, lots of podcasts out there that you could be listening to. Bruce Pritchard. Hey, hey, it's Conrad. Something to wrestle with. Chris Jericho. Stone Cold. Jim Ross. Eric Bischoff, Vince Russo, but this is the Dirty Ugly. We're not right. We're not wrong. We're just fans. I'm just indifferent right now. <laughs> <laughs> is that part of the... Can we be part of the game? We're not right. We're not wrong. I'm just indifferent. I can see the t-shirt with a cross out on it. And, and hashtag, of course. Yeah, so, hashtag indifference here. Hashtag indifference. So the Dark Horses lost the EWA Tag Team Championships that night. So how'd you feel about that? Again, you keep talking about all this negativity. I'm not here for negativity. You know, they're going to get it back. They're going to get their chance again. Just, I can't. All right, let's talk about something a little more positive. So the show Mr. Jones lost his match against Jason. What what, what positive? (laughs) What positive is happening here, folks? Can we just. It was a great match. That's what's positive. The positive is that Jason Drake proved that he's a better uh, Can we not talk about the vanity-driven Jason Drake? I am sick of hearing about this couple who keeps, you know, <laughs> messing with me and my group and my client. I just, I am done with him and I'm done with his strumpet of a manager. Strumpet? <sighs> Is that like a breakfast pastry? Clearly, you need to, like, look through a dictionary. (laughs) Your vernacular is kind of not on point. Kind (laughs) of. Vernacular. (laughs) I love it. There's a reason why I'm the vixen of vernacular. I I know my words. The V-O-V. I like that. The vixen of vernacular. That is pretty good. You should put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. I'd buy it. You know. Well, that's good. At least you buy something from me, Mikey, uh, but, instead of just annoying me and ringside when I'm out there. Well, I mean, I guess I do annoy you because when I'm out there doing my job, you come up from behind me. You don't and even you do a good take job. Take the microphone out of my head. I was going to say, you don't even do a good job. If we're going to talk about Rage in a Cage, let's talk about how you were about to announce, you know, the Prince of Pop style, TJ Sykes. That's right. Without the proper introduction. I, I had to stop you because you were just going to make it sound irrelevant when he is one of the most relevant people in the EWA. He's extremely relevant. He's definitely doing everything he can to keep himself relevant. He's been on the Dirty Ugly podcast before. And as, you know, as TJ Sykes, you know, as 
the the man who uh, basically he, Prince and Michael Jackson, just all of this goodness and positive vibes coming out of him. And we've seen him turn the corner, haven't we, Big Ugly? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, we've seen him hold a knife to your neck. Yeah. He's invaded the podcast. That's right. Last time he was here, you had to have security here, just as now. I feel as though, like, you don't understand how to have a good time. You you keep making it sound like it was horrible when it was clearly a good time. Fun was had by all. Maybe not Mikey D, but that's here nor there. Well, I'm still here, and uh, we're still here. So let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about One Last Dance, where you were actually uh, announcing TJ Sykes, who did win. There's something positive for supremacy. he went against somebody who clearly wasn't ready and was outranked by the Prince of Pop style. Desert Storm outranked? Yes, and that actually is quite fitting considering his whole thing is Desert Storm and he was outranked, meaning he was just another peon, another small man going against a bigger picture that is supremacy. But you do realize that that win was a bit controversial, right? You know what? You call it controversial. I still call it right. It happened. It's in the books. You can't change it. Well, that was one last dance. Those two will never meet one on one in the ring again. Oh, and I did enjoy watching his cat. It was he, the cat was quite adorable. You know how do you, I guess you were the you know you watched the cat while the cat was catnapped. You know what? Is that right? You say catnapped. You, I say we just rented it for a while. You know, we didn't pay it forward or anything. We just enjoyed you know playing with it, making it cry a little bit. You know. Starve it to death. But, you know, that's, again, you know, having a little fun. We do not condone animal cruelty on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Or human torturing. Right. You know. Again, you guys don't have a good time. Why all this negativity towards our fun? I I don't understand this. So this is fun. Supremacy is all about fun. Oh, yeah. Family and fun. Yes, we're fan. Why do you think we're at the EWA? Because we make supremacy about family fun outings. For all the children to watch. All the children. There are a lot of children. There are a lot of fans, younger fans who, uh, you know, if you were a better role model for them, they might be dyeing their hair different colors and coming out and, you know, buying iPads, you know, uh, trying to, you know. Oh, do you Apple. not hear those children? Mm-hmm. Those children love me. I hear I think those children are crying. Ones. That's what they're doing. I, not I, the cat. Have, I you, not been, have you not been to our events where you hear those ch- kids clamoring the moment my, uh, my client's music comes out and I'm out there with them? Do you not hear it? They Lots love me. They love me <clears throat> to the point where, for some reason, they call me weird names that maybe they like say hashtag sucks. But in my head, they <laughs> say I'm hashtag awesome. So I don't understand what you're getting with uh, there, uh, Mikey D. Well, there certainly are a lot of EWA country. They definitely have a voice and they use that voice live as they did. Uh, and this is some breaking news, actually, Big Ugly. We were just talking about this uh, not too long ago. Yeah, breaking news um, from recent recordings of our internet show our television ewa ringside at the ewa pain factory and violet you weren't there well you could thank jim christian and the rest of his cronies for not having me able to be there i was banned from the facility because for some reason they keep thinking that i'm a metal in sort of like my client's affairs. And I don't think it's meddling. I'm just there to cheer them on. I don't know. I just feel like this was just, you know, bad treatment on uh, their part towards me. 
So because that of, was profiling, by the way, they profiled, and yeah. I don't like that. And you know, profiling's wrong. Profiling is wrong. I, I'm a black man. I can attest <laughs> to that. It's wrong. Well, you know, I tell you what. Yes, you were banned, and because you have done several things to get involved with EWA Pro Wrestling, <sighs> you know, outcomes of matches, interviews, you know, ring announcing, whatever it is, you like to stick your your hand or your you know whatever. You say you stick your hand. I am just a jack of all trades. You know, why do I get like like taken away from things just because I'm just a really good entrepreneur and a renaissance woman. Like renaissance. why, why, why do they have to ban me for that? Swig of water for the renaissance fair, by the way, which is uh, later on in the year, but uh, renaissance fairs are fun. But anyway, that what was a that tangent. It was a tangent. <laughs> I feel as though his brain went, oh, I heard a word and then squirrel. I heard. The good job. <laughs> Squir- good job, There's a, there's a squirrel around here? Exactly. Can you go on? I clearly, Mikey D can't talk right now. You Do know, you have anything? That's nuts. That's I'm sorry. Uh, one more horrible pun, Mikey D, and I am out of this room oh and out of this goodness. building, wherever I am. It took forever to get into this labyrinth. That's because place. of that's security. It's the mansion. It's the right. mansion. We've the got mansion. twenty-seven rooms, and yeah. uh, you know, it's a. Lot and I of went stuff. into twenty-six and couldn't find the right one. Well, you're here now, and <laughs> we, we made it. But let's talk about EWA Ringside for a minute at the EWA Pain Factory, which is at one 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 three North Point Road in Dundalk, Maryland. By the way, you can become the next professional wrestler, manager. Referee, uh, announcer, you, you can if you want to come down there. Plus, we throw birthday parties for all ages. Violet might even be there to uh, help make your kids uh, smile or cry. Um, Just one, a disclosure, you have to take a bump if that's your... You have to take a bump. Well, you know, you should. You don't have to. But anyway, that's the pain factor. So let's talk about that. So we are on the road to Sweet 16, which is March 18th. At Tall Cedars Hall in Parkville, Maryland. Tickets are going fast, by the way, at EWAMaryland.com. So we had some first-round tournament action last night. Um, Big Ugly and also Violet. So a lot of people advanced in the tournament, and we will see that coming up on March 18th. There was a match by Random Draw, which you may have heard about through the Supremacy Grapevine, but maybe not. Um, Supremacy member Grizzly O, one half of the Dark Horses, was forced to face one-on-one in the first round, your boy, TJ Sykes, the Prince oh, of Oh, Pop you're going to call this a random, random drawing? Let, all right, you call us, like, you know, coinciding and trying to meddle with things. You can't tell me that the EWA higher-ups did not make that happen purposely. They didn't want to have more supremacy people to make it further in this tournament. So they purposely put those two against each other. So you're so, saying this was fixed? I'm, I most certainly believe so, even though I wasn't there to see it. I, I don't believe that that was just randomly drawn. A so, strong allegation against the EWA. Extremely strong allegation. So she was fixed. Have it you was, seen the higher-ups? Do they look like good people? They are not. Jim Christian is a good they do, man. They did not like my group supremacy from the beginning. So why should I believe we were going to be treated fairly now? Well, I mean, you guys like to, you know, interfere and do a lot of other different things. So maybe it's a taste of your own medicine, perhaps. In EWA, it, it shouldn't happen that way. If they're supposedly, you know, better than us, and they, you know, want to promote being the higher ups and treat everyone fairly, don't you know? We never said that. They do. So okay. why would they do that? Like it just goes against everything, you know. 
Big Ugly, how do you feel about this? I know you weren't there last night because you were out doing some dirty, ugly wrestling uh, you know, work, which we do appreciate. So what do you think? I, I'm going to let you know the results of this in just a minute, which, again, Violet may know, but she may not. So Supremacy going one-on-one -on -one in the first round of the tournament. How do you see this playing out? Um, Supremacy loses. <laughs> Supremacy loses. That's going to be part of it. Absolutely. Oh, you're quite clever. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's talk about what happened. So both uh, individuals were in the ring. We had a referee. We were ready to ring the bell. But TJ grabbed the microphone, as he normally does. And he basically said, hey, you know what? This is supremacy. This is family. You know, we're not going to have a fight. We're not going to fight each other. And, you know, Grizzly O said, okay, yeah, I understand. This is family. We're not going to fight. But then TJ said, yeah, we're not going to fight. You're going to take one for the team, Grizz. I want you to lay down and let me advance in this tournament. So before we go on with the story, how do you feel about this, Big Ugly? Asking Grizzly O to lay down. I mean, it's just wrong. I mean, even if you're in there with your brother, um, it's a competitive sport, competitive sport, you know. Um, I just think he, he was afraid to be embarrassed, you know, if he lost. And so he expected another competitor to just lay down for him, which doesn't make him look good. I mean, what did he have? What do you need him to lay down for? He just beat Desert Storm, right? Apparently he did, yeah. He, controversial, but he did but, win. Yeah. But, so. you know, uh, Grizzly O just lost the uh, tag team championship. Why not give him a chance to go forward where TJ has gone so far? And, you know, TJ's won this tournament before. Why not let Grizzly, Grizzly O have the chance? No, TJ had to have the spotlight. But Violet, I'm not sure if you under, no, understand what happened next, but basically there were some words between Grizzly O and TJ there was some controversy there. Grizzly O did not want to lay down. Grizzly O Again, wanted this, to this, fight. This, this would have never happened if this random draw occurred. You know what I mean? This this was forced upon us because, for some reason, the EWA higher-ups want to see a controversy. They want to see us have arguments. And that is just crazy and ridiculous. This is why I believe that that thing was fixed to make this outcome occur. Fixed? Pro wrestling's not fixed fixed pro wrestling is real absolutely pro wrestling you know what Santa. i'm saying the draw is fixed i have never once said the wrestling is fixed so the draw was fixed and it's all against supremacy well yes let's say what happened we're next. clearly the underdogs have you not figured that out <coughs> supremacy supremacy is the yes. underdog well, yes again just in number hashtag alternative effects but <laughs> we are the underdogs so uh, that is why you take the means that you do to get where you need to go. Okay, so hashtag... A, I help give a fighting chance, okay? Fighting chance. Let's talk about the fighting Any chance. Any man with two hands? Oh, no. All right. Moving I, on. I now need to add alcohol to my now drink because <laughs> that was unnecessary and clearly not needed in this podcast. Kind of agree on that one. Big ugly, I come wish on. we could You're rescind that. Can you, oh. can you hashtag rescind that comment or statement? I, we will rewind it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, take a, take a minute to rewind this podcast so we can go back to about 10 seconds ago. So that didn't said. So we're going to move forward. Um, hashtag Pat Anthony, your client, your main client, and... The show Mr. Jones came out while this verbal back and forth was going on. To make sure that, you know, alleviate the uh, the 
the argue the confrontation that should have never occurred. Well, it was unnecessary. I, I I understand where you're saying alleviate, but it seemed like it added to it. It seemed like uh, Mr. Jones had a different opinion than hashtag Pat Anthony than 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 Grizzly O than TJ, and there was a lot of controversy. So I was happy sitting at ringside watching supremacy implode from the inside as we were talking about Big Ugly. The seeds are being planted. And uh, I don't see supremacy lasting as long as you guys think you may. Um, Again, I'm I'm sick of hearing this. We are sick. we are fine. So we just had one squabble in a free practice session, That's and right. now we're gonna make it seem like it's a bigger deal than it is. And we do have free practice sessions as well. Uh, you know, on the months that we don't have the big shows at Tall Cedars Hall, because we are re- recording for EWA Ringside, and we want to show the world, you know, what at the Pain Factory, what we can do for the world of professional wrestling. So. In this match, there wasn't a lot of professional wrestling because at the end, it was Grizzly O reluctantly laying down, TJ getting the one, two, three, bell rings, TJ advances in the tournament. Grizzly walks out a little bit disheveled, a little bit upset, and kind of supremacy goes off in their own way. So what do you think about that? So so you tell me. I'm telling you. A man laid down, an athlete, a competitor, a former champion laid down but TJ Sykes, and you tell me this is just a small squabble? You guys are going to get past this? We, we are going to get past this, all right? Again, this we were forced into this whole argumentative moment. And why why does it have to keep being more than it is, all right? Grizzly O did what he thought was necessary for the Prince of Pop Style to move forward. Did he want to do it? Probably not. No person wants to do that. But for the greater good of supremacy, we had to do what was necessary. It didn't look like the greater good of supremacy that night because it looked like everybody walked off. Again, I wish I had a better view of it if it wasn't for the EWA higher ups making sure I couldn't even be there for my group, for the best group out there at EWA supremacy. Well, you know, we're going to talk about more about supremacy because not too long after that in this EWA ringside episode, um, which, by the way, you can see uh, clips and probably the entire episode coming up on EWA Pro Wrestling on Facebook, EWAMaryland.com. By the way, so the next piece of this is, of course, uh, your client, hashtag Pat Anthony, the current EWA heavyweight champion. Came out uh, once again with the show, Mr. Jones, and took the ring, took the microphone, and hashtag Pat Anthony, shut up and show me some respect, and you guys, blah, blah, you know, just doing his thing. And wearing the shoes. By the way, that was the worst mimicking of the social media superstar hashtag Pat Anthony. Don't do ever do it again. Do Blech. not make him sound as horrible as you sound. Like I'm sorry. Did. That was yeah. That was bad. I don't know how to mimic. I, I wish you could apologize. Can you apologize to him right now through that microphone? That that was a horrible representation. You of want this- me to apologize? Yes, that was horrible. Do not do that, especially in front of me. That was my client, and he deserves better. You know, a veteran of the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, hashtag Pat Anthony, I apologize. No, 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 do that again. He is the social media superstar, hashtag Pat Anthony. Do this correctly and do it right. Do it meaningful there, Mikey D. Okay, ready? Okay. All right, let me just uh, get a drink of water, clear my throat. Swiggle water. Swiggle water for the apologetic man. And to the social media giant with 
not only 2,200, but millions upon millions of followers worldwide. Alternative facts. Alternative facts. I am sorry. I apologize. Is that better? That is better. I wish that you could just rescind the alternative facts part because it is correct. <laughs> rescind. We do have multiple millions delete. of amazing <laughs> that fans. Was, that's what I was thinking. Rescind. Rescind. Delete. Delete. Sorry. Okay. Uh, watch TNA Pro Wrestling, by the way. Impact. But thank you. He, that was well-deserved because that was a horrendous way of mocking my clients. I can't really mimic his voice because he is so, you know, so large and so such a, a involved individual. I can't mimic him because he is try. one of a kind. Then don't try. Never try again, Mikey D. But go on. What, what, was, what were you trying right. to say after all that stupidity <laughs> came out of your mouth? I'm sorry. So we had uh, hashtag Pat Anthony. Yes, grab the microphone. Talking about a lot of different things. How he is still the EWA heavyweight champion after Rage in the Cage, after beating Joey Badami in the escape-only cage match. And also he had said, so what's next for hashtag Pat Anthony? Who is the next challenger for the EWA heavyweight championship? Big Ugly, who do you see coming down the pike as uh, worthy of this championship opportunity? Who's next? Goldberg? No. Yeah. <laughs> who's next? Yeah, but who's go ahead. next? Um, let's see. Um... Can I get some competitors? Throw me some names. Right, I'm going to throw you some names. Do you think Joey Badami is done? Do you think Joey Badami is done with his championship opportunities? Um, That was a big match that Joey had. Um, he didn't come out on top. Uh, hashtag Pat Anthony did. Um, I gave him kudos in the last one. He took that big senton off the top cage. I think Joey uh, might be out of this one. Okay. Well, I mean, I think Joey's got some regrouping to do, but he might not be out of the picture. What about Jason Drake? You know, we spoke so highly of him earlier. The Maryland champion. What about that? I, I guess that Violet doesn't like Jay, that. Yeah, Jason Drake is on a roll, uh, but he has a big match coming up against Rayburn, if I'm correct. Right? That's right. And actually, uh, if you check out the EWA ringside tapings, you are going to see uh, that match actually take place because he is not only cashing his, his number one contendership, Rayburn is for the Maryland title, but it's also a first round match in the tournament how about that for sweet 16 so that's absolutely true but i'm gonna throw a name out there and this is somebody who actually came out to claim his uh, worth last night the all-nighter party fighter jt moore my money's on that man he was kidnapped he wants revenge and he did say he wants revenge and he you know wants supremacy anybody anyway and he came out and he basically said didn't even talk about the title. He said, I want supremacy right here, right now. And Pat Anthony said, you know what? I'm going to give it to you. But, you know, I'm going to give it to you in my way. But guess what happened? Guess what happened? Desert Storm came out after fighting a grueling match himself in a first-round tournament match and also uh, taking his partner, Apollo Crews, also to the first round of the tournament, which, by the way, they will face each other coming up at Sweet 16 in the next round of the tournament. But anyway, Desert Storm came out. And Desert Storm has a little bit of pull in EWA, as we have found out. And you say, I meddle. Really? Well, it's not about meddling. This is about doing what's best for business. Oh, 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 now we're going to change the words here? We're going to change the words because Alternative he's... Alternative words. Because he's, he's pro-EWA and not supremacy, we're going to change the, like, the verbiage we're using. I do it. It's meddling, and I get banned from ringside at a facility. He does it. You said you just now, put in a helping hand. It's not meddling. You're just using a helping hand. I dislike <laughs> you, Mikey D, so much. You're so lucky that you have your security here because That's I may right. meddle with your face as well. Hey, 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 hey. Settle down now, Violet. Settle down now. 
But, you know, let's talk about this. So Hypocrisy has, at his fullest. Hashtag Pat Anthony needs an opponent, right? Uh, he's got to defend that title. And JT, you know, basically got in and said, you know what? It's not going to be about the title tonight. Desert Storm came out and said, you know what? We're not going to talk about the title right now. We're going to have a tag team match. And... EWA Pro Wrestling Newcomer of the Year, Tony Macko comes out, and he tags up with the all-nighter party fighter JT Moore, who's been on the podcast before, and they take on in a tag team match, hashtag Pat Anthony, and the show Mr. Jones. And this was a great match, by the way, and how it all- That I would have loved to been there. I'm sure you would have. And if you would have, the the uh, decision may have come out differently, because that you weren't there, this is what happened. In the end- the all-nighter party fighter JT Moore got the victory in the match over hashtag Pat Anthony. How about that? He pinned the champ. You know what? It's just a free practice session. It was, you know, it was just a little warm-up. It just made my client work out a little bit. Let's not make this a bigger deal unless something else happened that I'm not aware of because I was not there. Oh, I think something else did happen. So we talk oh, about Oh great, Let, let's hear it, Mikey D. Talk. You sound like you're just clamoring and just waiting, salivating to tell me what happened. I'm clamoring. Big ugly. I think I mentioned this to you offline, and I'm pretty excited about what I'm about to say next. You uh, are pretty excited about what to say next as well, because it was announced because of the victory last night at Sweet 16, at the Sweet 16 show on March 18th at Tall Cedars Hall in Parkville, Maryland. Hashtag Pat Anthony will defend the EWA Heavyweight Championship, and he will do it against the all-nighter party fighter J.T. Moore. How about that, Violet? And he's already been pinned by him once. Ugh. All right, again, this was a free practice session. And again, I was banned from the facility. I'm not saying I would have meddled, but at least me being there and supporting my client and making sure to, you know, like cheer him on would have possibly made the outcome different. Again, this is the same guy, JT Moore, who was crying the last time I was around him. He may feel a little bit differently when I'm at ringside at the Sweet 16 tournament. All I'm saying is that JT Moore is like Liam Neeson and Taken, all right? Except for <laughs> he was taken... And now he's going back to get his dignity. So, so, great. and he's just going to keep playing like Groundhog's Day, where everything just keeps getting taken from him. Well, I love his Groundhog dignity. Day. That's a great his movie. His partying, his any type of reach of being anything relevant EW, at EWA once this is over. He partied forty-two straight days. Remember that? It's probably how he got kidnapped. It, it could have been. He could have just been, you know, well, not the, paying attention. And- I would like to say that JT is going to need all the Red Bull and all the crazy glow sticks he can get to make sure to go against the social media superstar, hashtag Pat Anthony, because Pat Anthony is going to be ready. He's going to be more prepared than he was at the free practice session where he didn't know he was going to wrestle JT. You have to make sure that you understand that, like, we make we, we actually go over and we, you know, make a psychological thought about how we're going to go against our opponent. That was just thrown at him. And JT Moore is nothing but just a fluke and when he uh, pinned my client, okay? It's not going to happen again. This is absurd that this is even happening at the Sweet 16 tournament. That's right, and it's all on the road to that. And there is a lot more coming up in between now and then. Check out EWA Pro Wrestling on Facebook, at EWA Maryland on Twitter, EWA Maryland on Instagram, and EWAMaryland.com. So, you know, I think that's a, a pretty good discussion of EWA ringside about Rage in the Cage Sweet 16. Uh, before we go into the next part of this discussion, Big Ugly, what do you got? You got anything? You know, I talk about supremacy, talk about Violet, talk about JT, talk about... Desert Storm and Apollo Cruise, Storm Cruise 2020. 
Um, they get my vote. That one, they, they they might campaign here on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Let's have them back, man. Uh, let's do it. Let's switch gears a little bit. So we had a great conversation so far, and uh, we want to talk about just you know you, Violet, into the world of professional wrestling. So as we kind of switch gears and pull back a little bit, how did you get started in this business? How did you find your way into uh, you know trying to come into the business? Well, I uh, did it like most uh, folks here. I went to the EWA Pain Factory, met up with some of the uh, folks there, and was just like, hey, I'm really good at what I do, and I want to be a part of this. You know, I'll prove everyone how great I am, as you clearly see by me being the EWA Manager of the Year. In 2016. But the folks there decided to put me as a ref. Really? That's where they thought my strong suit was going to be? Refereeing? Because that was a great idea. And again, because of the stupid, what, what did you call him? Corey Berger? Burger. 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 Whatever. Guy in stripes never allowed me to do more than just do outside ref work. How fair is that? Was it because I was a female? Was that why I was profiled and not do, go any further? It, it was just absurd to me. So I took it upon myself to make sure that Everybody at EWA understood that I was more than just a ref, and I came to the EWA Pain Factory to be more than whatever this little job they gave me to do. So I made sure Corey, what was the game? Burger. Burger. B-E-R-G-E-R cookies.com. Got, got a nice little... Uh, oh, burger cookies now. A nice little rude awakening to his face. And, you know, help further my then-client and now-client, the super social media superstar, hashtag Pan Anthony. Wow, that's a, that's a mouthful. You know, that's a lot to say about that one man. Yeah. Um, um, tell you how what. do you continue to remember that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's she's the social media ambassador. There's no remembering. It is there. Because he is that. He lives and breathes the social media, like, awareness. He is, you know, the titan of Twitter. So... He, there, there, there's no like remembering. It's just there. It's just, I get it. So going back to you, um, you said when you came to EWA, you wanted to do something more than just be a referee. So what were your intentions? Were you going to do um, in-ring competition? I, uh, I came in wanting to do in-ring competition. I, um, I was t- told by um, some doctors that as of right now, I can't. So I did the next best thing, which is help others, you know, you know, further their careers, you know. And help, you know, my client soar at the, you know, at EWA. So you have begun the training process as we have all gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I know, Big Ugly, I know you love this question, so I'm going to go let you ask it. Yeah, so having gone through the uh, training well, well, you, process. Well, you, well, you've seen my training, all right? I am not nearly as capable as some of these people. If you did not see the video of hashtag Pan Anthony trying to show me the ropes here. And that was back when the uh, mixed tag team match happened. Where but, but, but I'm getting better because I'm never going to have that rabid, strumpet, scantily clad woman ever touch me again. I'll have better, better moves next time I come across her or any of the females in that locker room. I'm sure. There you and go. Uh, you won't be injured this time, right? You'll- yes, yes. Next okay. time I, I, will, I will not have an injured leg that clearly should have made that whole match null and void. Unless well, a spider comes around. All right. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that that was unfair. I, I'm still really, really upset over that. I don't think there's spiders in there. I think we've had that place, you know, pesticide, you know, fumigated, whatever you call it. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, go, having gone through the training process, what was it like when you took your first bump? It was fine. I've taken harder falls doing, you know, worse things in my life. 
So, you know, of course we got to, you know, learn the business, learn the training. So that is challenging. Uh, did you, did you feel it at all? Did you think, you know, this is something I can do? This is something I can, you know, work I on? always knew that I can do this. I don't know why we're having these questions. There's a reason for why I am the best at what I do. All right. Didn't Chris Jericho say that at one point in time? He is the best in the world at what he does. Absolutely. That's his, yeah. That's He's him. the GOAT. Yeah. He's the greatest of all time. I will never try to compare myself to Chris Jericho. He has been here way too long and he is the GOAT. I um, am just saying that for what I am here at EWA, I am the best that can be and will ever be at EWA. Well, we just put over a GOAT and we, we should put over the Yeti again. That's a, and now a you guys lamb. are making me hungry for lamb. <laughs> lamb. Lamb is actually very tender. It's very good. I, yeah, I enjoy it. I like good Greek food. Good Greek food. I don't really eat Greek food. Check out Highland. You need Town. to fix yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I There's knew that another was coming. Of I, course and, you did. And I am getting that much closer. I'm about, I'm about to have security <laughs> show me how to get out of these 27 rooms to get to my car. <laughs> well, I tell you what, and, and your car is fine. Uh, I got to tell you that. I don't think anybody's unless supremacy's out there jacking your car, but I don't think so. That. We were sitting here, we were talking about you know the goat being Chris Jericho goat. and uh, you getting into EWA. So like. What was your inspiration to getting there? Like, who were you following in wrestling? Or I've um, I've always looked to like people that I I just I've enjoyed uh, Vicky Guerrero. Um, I can see that definitely. Well, she got the job done. Let's face it. All right, and I've also enjoyed Bobby the Brain Heenan. Mm. I Paul Heyman's always come there, but wrestling wise, I liked Victoria. I uh, I enjoyed Mickey James. I. I just always enjoyed the actual, I, I enjoyed women's wrestling. I, there was a good part of my childhood growing up where all it was was just lingerie and I didn't enjoy that. I, I thought it was a slap in the face to all the women who really do work hard to get to where they need to be and all they get shown is to wear a freaking bra and panties to a ring. That's a very good point. I got to say, I got to give uh, Violet some props on that one because back then, you know, you did have your you know, lingerie, ha-ha kind of wrestling. But you also did have the ones like Victoria, Mickey James, even Lita, Trish Stratus, who actually fought in great matches Beth over Phoenix. the Beth Phoenix, right, over the former. I, I also enjoy ODB. I, I uh, did enjoy watching. Bam! I enjoyed um, TNA wrestling because at that time, WWE did not have great women's wrestling, in my opinion. That's so true. I had to go elsewhere to see better wrestling so i went to tna and this was circa 2008 2010 when mm -hmm. it was really at its high point the knockouts division yes. man odb gail kim uh awesome kong you know there, there were some great there, i remember the first uh, when victoria did go to tna one of my favorite matches was tara versus awesome kong have you guys ever i i i'm very aware of uh tna and impact wrestling and i know big ugly you're just getting back into it uh, yeah i'm just getting into tna i missed the but I tell you, like before NXT came around, though, TNA was sort of really fighting hard to be a big number, too. And they, especially with the knockouts division, they set themselves apart. And the X division, which is more, you know, it's not about weight limits. It's about no limits. But it was the women definitely having five star quality matches. And so you did look into that. And uh, it's great. Did you watch um, any of the WWE product at that time? Did you watch I, any I of the still, Japanese I, product? I still watched uh, the WWE product. I, I will, like, apologize. I did not really watch much of the Japanese product until recently. I've I've now, like, about about three years into watching now New Japan. And mm -hmm. I now watch Shimmer and nice. everything, you know. I But at that time, I didn't know any better. And that's what I had to look at. Like, I just went to what was on my cable TV. I could recall the very first angle I ever watched in wrestling that made me interested in all of this was the... 
like I watched it previously when I was younger, but the biggest uh, storyline I enjoyed was the uh, take the uh, Undertaker accosting and taking Stephanie McMahon. I couldn't believe mm. something like that could happen. And just seeing Stephanie McMahon grow to what she is now, like she is one of my favorite people to watch. And actually, I idolize what she does, you know, as a performer, as a businesswoman. It just it. It was a lot to like look at. It's amazing how she came. Yeah, her transformation from just being that like helpless daddy's girl to yeah. the strong, powerful woman that she is now. I mean, it's just great. But yeah. it's it's people and women like that that I rather see. You know, show the the little girls now what what they can become. As I said, like I feel bad that luckily I was old enough by the time the brown panty generation came out. To where I knew better and knew that that was a horrible product. And I hope now with the way that they uh, made the divisions in WWE better for women and the Sasha Banks and the Charlottes and, you know, the Becky Lynch's that like it furthers, you know, young women to be more than just the eye candy. Nothing infuriates me more than just a woman who just wants to be out there as eye candy or a cheerleader. It just to me, it's. Just it, it's a slap in the face to people who work hard. That's a very good point. I mean, it's they can do it's it's an equal world out there now. You know, the women have just as much notoriety as the men, sometimes even more so. You know, women are main eventing Raw, SmackDown, pay per views, NXT, um, and even still in TNA because TNA is still around. Lucha uh, and Ring of Honor. I want to touch upon that for just a minute. Ring of Honor seems to be. Uh, it's huge, especially on the East Coast, but also partnering with EWA Pro Wrestling to kind of, you know, filter each other and make each other better. I think you've gone up to uh, Ring of Honor a couple of times or at least once that I know of. Mm -hmm. Do you aspire to go further in the business, Ring of Honor, NXT, TNA, WWE? I would never want to just, you know, stop where I want to go. I, I want to naturally progress. Like nobody should ever just want to aspire to stay in one place or stay lower. You always want to go further you you need to always progress i always feel like if you're not progressing then maybe you should think about getting out of the business or out of what you're doing it could be from anything i i just i love growing i love learning and to me i just i need to keep moving forward that's a good yeah point. i agree for any profession um you know you definitely the goal should always be growth you know you should never feel like you've made it you should never um, feel stagnant exactly too. that's right exactly. and that's why the dirty ugly wrestling podcast is growing and we've got all these followers and all these subscribers and people that like and we appreciate that so keep doing it keep sending us you know comments messages private messages let us know who you want to hear what you want to talk about and to find um, and this has been a great conversation. It's gone a lot of different places, but a, but a great conversation with Violet here. And uh, could you tell the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast listeners where they can find you on social media? All right, let me let me take out my list of uh, ways to find me on social media because I am the social media ambassador. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Violet Indie Pro. You can follow me on Instagram with Violet underscore Indie Pro, and then you can follow me on Facebook with Violet Dash the Social Media Ambassador. And if you can't find me anywhere else, just go to the EWA Pro Wrestling Facebook page, go to their uh, Facebook, go into their website, and you can find also my information there. 
at EWAMaryland.com. I was going to let you finish with that because I knew you enjoy that way too much. I, I do. I mean, that's part, of, that's part of my catchphrase if you want to talk about that. Well, we want to thank Violet for uh, stopping by Big Ugly. It's been a great conversation. What do you think? Absolutely. We thank you so much. Yeah, and we, we are accepting applications for our social media ambassador. That's right. Uh, you need to send the applications to me and see if you are even worth my time. Maybe we'll do that. We'll uh, we'll put something together and send it. So, uh, you know, we uh, have had this conversation, and this concludes this portion of the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. And as I'm sure we're going to hear much more about supremacy and much more about EWA Pro Wrestling on the road to Sweet 16. So we're going to take it into this uh, next break, right? And we will be back with more Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast in just a minute. We are back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Once again, my name is Dirty Mike. And I am the Big Ugly. And we are here in the mansion, and we just had a heck. Can I say heck? A heck of a conversation with Violet. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, you said hell. Yeah, I'm sorry. So we went a little PG. So we said, what did we say? Hell. We said hell. We said damn. And damn. So what else is it within our range? How about ass? Is that too much? Because we've had the F-bomb dropped on we here had, before, yeah. the S-bomb. Yeah. I mean, we're not rated, and we don't have, you know, yeah. limits. We're, we're, we're but we want to be family-friendly yeah. because we want your kids. We're pushing the PG. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> PG to PG-13. Because <laughs> right. we want everybody, all ages, to listen to this. Absolutely. So, you know, sometimes they say 8 to 80. You know, I want to say, if you were just born, heck, if you're still a fetus inside of Brie Bella's stomach— that's terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is terrible. But if you're a fetus, you could put the headphones on, like, the outside of the baby stuff. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? And then, like, if you're 80, 90, 101 years old, I don't. If you can still hear, get the hearing aids out. That's fine. Use some headphones. We want all ages to listen to us. Speaking of fetuses. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What kind of segue is that? Now, all right, because you were talking about putting the headphones on the ba- on the, the mother's belly. Right, right, Have right. Have you ever heard, you know, people say that if you play classical music for the baby. Yes. Like, while is that crap true, man, or is that a myth? That's just dirty and ugly is what that is. All right. Um, no, I, you know, I've heard a lot of different things. Like, if you have intercourse in certain positions, you can guarantee that you're going to get a boy or a girl. They're all myths. What? Okay. I hadn't even heard that. That's crazy. I'm telling you, we go off on tangents. Yeah. That's what we do. We're now your sex therapist, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to have, later on in the show, we're going to have sex therapy, you know, guests. So, you know, if you want to talk about that kind of stuff, hit us up with some comments. Hey, we have to get a sex therapist on here. Now we do. Now we do. We said it. Do we have that... uh, Gimmick in uh, EWA Pro Wrestling, the sex therapist. We, if we don't, we should. Yeah, yeah. So bookers, more, more sellout crowd. writers, right? <laughs> Put that over um, because you can get education, you can get entertainment, and you know you get sex. <laughs> Good luck, <laughs> parents. If you're letting your kids listen to this, promise we're not going to go off on that big of a tangent. But you know, you got to learn sometime about the birds and the bees, right? Absolutely. And the birds are those things that fly around up in the air, and the bees sting you. And if you're allergic, it, that stuff can hurt. Yeah. Where did we go? What? Yeah. We're just, we're <laughs> we're just having too much fun with this new equipment. Exactly. You know, we we got the edge off. You know, Violet's gone. 
Just us. So, why don't we talk about some uh, pro wrestling in the world of pro wrestling? We got a lot of things going on, Big Ugly. Hey, we absolutely do, man. Uh, so, we're just coming out a few days, a week or so, depending on when you're listening to it, departed from the True. Elimination Chamber. That's right. The SmackDown exclusive pay per view from the WWE. We actually got to watch this together, Big Ugly. Yes, we did. Here in the match, we watched it together. What did you think overall of that show? I'm going to say it was a B overall for grading, um, you know, 80 to 90 percent. I'm going to say that the Elimination Chamber was very good, the actual match itself, except I got to bring this up because it's a stickler for me. And I do understand why, but they did rearrange the chamber a little bit. They remodeled, reshaped the chamber. I don't mind having the pods and the larger roof and everything like that. But the one thing I did mind is that the steel grating around the ring, when you get thrown out of the ring, you usually hear the steel grating when your body hit it, when your feet hit it, whatever. Now it's just a mat. So it takes away sort of from the realism of it, the initial idea behind the elimination chamber. Because Eric Bischoff came out with a lead pipe and just banged across every part of that chamber telling how indestructible it was and how much it sounded and how much it hurt so that was the only thing how did you feel about the new shaped chamber yeah um i know that you it was definitely a pet peeve for you i know that absolutely you, yeah the whole night you were talking about it and i, I agree with you completely um the whole build up to the elimination chamber all they kept doing was showing the old elimination chamber right they never really let on that this was going to be some new chamber that right. was going to be I didn't easier know. on the body. Right. I didn't know. And so you see it and you realize that the mats on the inside were pretty much like the mats that are on outside of the That's ring. That's right. Now, I'm not trying to say that, all right, it's, it's so cushioned that it's, you know, it's a walk in the I'm park. sure it still hurts. Right. But there is something that comes along with seeing that all steel in there, hearing that clanking of the chain right. when they get dropped on the ground or on the, uh, just the, you know, the sides of it. Right. Um, but, yeah, it, it kind of took away from But overall, I mean, the performers in the match did a fantastic job. Um, I think all of them did. The thing I did like about the new chamber was they made it higher. Right. So they could get up on top of the pods. Did anybody take a dive off the pod? A couple of people did. Right, yeah. Dean Ambrose, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think uh, there probably was one or two other dives that I'm missing. Right. Uh, but it wasn't about high spots necessarily. Yeah. It was about just having the match. And like you said, it was a good match. Yeah, it was good. Real good match. Um, I think... Um, now let's I, talk I, about yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say let's talk about John Cena being eliminated. That's exactly what I was gonna as say. the champion yeah. in the middle of the match. So yeah. we knew we were gonna have a new WWE champion. All right, here's the thing. I think everybody knew that Cena was probably going to lose. Like, there was no way Cena was going into WrestleMania as champion. I it, did not want to see Cena Orton for the yeah. 900th time. We yeah. saw it on SmackDown recently. I get it, but, yeah, yeah I, I feel you. Age-old rivalry, but, no, we're, we're kind of done with that. Um, yeah. But the thing is, do you feel like it watered down Cena finally tying Ric Flair's record? Because, I mean, that was kind of a big deal, you know. They, they hadn't done this for a while. He finally wins the belt. You know, he ties Flair's record. And what he defended it maybe once and then lost it, or did he, he defend it at all? I don't know if he defended it in that two week period at, at all. all. Right. I don't so think it's he like, did. and then he goes right into the chamber and loses it. I don't know, man. It just seemed to me, it seemed like that seemed like a big deal that it, it was just like really just to get the belt to Bray. Yeah, and it's by like, the way, we were calling that months and months ago. Yeah. He should have won the Royal Rumble, but there's a reason why he didn't. But the Bray Wyatt, new right. WWE champion, we're both very yeah. happy about that. Because at the end of the day, it's like when I think about the booking, and of course I'm, I'm armchair quarterback here. Armchair. But, um, 
you could have just kept the belt on AJ and had him lose at the chamber. What what would have been the difference there? Well, I mean, you could have done that, but then now AJ has more of a storyline to say, well, I never got my one-on-one rematch with this guy. I never got my one-on-one rematch with that guy. And actually, SmackDown this past week, they had John Cena, Bray Wyatt, and AJ in a triple threat match. And AJ Styles now still has a big chip on his shoulder. I never got my one-on-one rematch. So he's going to want that eventually from whomever. And also, we've got this new story that came off from that. Randy Orton came out at the end of that match when Bray Wyatt successfully defended his championship and Randy Orton said, I am your servant, Bray Wyatt. I will not face you at WrestleMania. He said no. So now we've got a WrestleMania main event in limbo. So I think, to your point, Big Ugly, these storylines are now just taking a turn and this road to WrestleMania has six, seven weeks to go. So we need to tell a lot of story in between then. I think that's what it is. Uh, You're right. Um, So I'm actually excited because... um that actually switches things up a little bit, man, depending on how they go with it, because, you know, it, it, it was seeming to be predictable. Like, all right, we're going to get Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt right. into, into the Wyatt family. This a lot is of people it. were saying it was exactly. predictable. Exactly. Right. So now it's like, well, you have Randy who's refusing. So is somebody else going to get the title shot? I mean, don't get me wrong. It could still work their way back to a Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt showdown. I think they will. But right now, it's pretty interesting. It's up in the air. That's so, right. And it's making you watch. Yeah. So that's good. Is Luke Harper going to go back to Bray? I'm not sure because after that performance that he had against Randy Orton, which was fantastic, by the way, uh, at Elimination Chamber, I'm not sure if he needs to, but he can always fit into that storyline if necessary. Absolutely. I mean, but here's the thing about Luke Harper. He's great, so talented, big guy, so athletic, the things he can do. Um, But – I don't know if it was just because this was before the brand split, but him on his own, man, it just hasn't worked out in the past. I I don't know, man. I I feel like if he's going to go on his own, they might just have to switch up his gimmick. He might have to lose the whole Wyatt family, Luke Harper thing. And he got to keep the eyes though. The eyes are cool. The eyes are part of his gimmick. Yeah. yeah, Big eyes and everything like, so yeah, they could change up the story. They could change up the gimmick, but I do like him. He is extremely talented. So they need to do something with him. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that's that's just great stuff. Other stuff that happened in Elimination Chamber, we had the Naomi. Naomi winning over Alexa Bliss, winning the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. How you feel about that? I felt the glow. Just <laughs> let you so glow. Listen, listen to this man singing. That's what we do on the Dirty Ugly. I was very there happy There are a few people it. listening that got that reference. I, yeah, I, I may not have. Was that some sort of, uh, I, I don't know what that was. Yeah. Or was- do I? Yeah, it was a coming to America reference. Oh, you know what? Now I do. Yeah. Okay, because I am a fan of Eddie Murphy. There you go. And I have watched those movies. So it took me a minute, Yeah, but I got there. Right. I've had a lot of Adam Sandler movies running through my head in the last couple of days. Dude, I love Adam Sandler. I mean, he's he's a bit he's a bit finished now. But I was going to say, he's up there. Yeah. You know, he's in his 50s, I yeah. think. He had a little Netflix movie recently with David Spade that I ended up watching. That was like Netflix special. That, that was all right, though. He did. I saw yeah. that. And those two were in Grown Ups and Grown Ups, too, so yeah. they know each other they, Exactly. Well. They work They work well together. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I still like Adam Sandler. He's still funny to me. It's just, I think his his time has just passed. That's all. That's this right. new his generation of up. people. Yeah. My time is now. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm glad you brought it back to wrestling because we were on a tangent. We okay. did because that's what we so, do. Naomi, feel the glow. She's the right. champion. Go. Now, check this out. 
the day or two days after when she showed up on SmackDown for her celebration, she showed that she had a hurt knee. And she said that she got injured during that Elimination Chamber pay-per-view match against Alexa Bliss. And Alexa came out and said, oh, you got injured. Oh, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, she wants her rematch for the title. But Naomi wants to go into WrestleMania in Orlando, her hometown, as a champion. So... Will that happen in between now and WrestleMania? Will the belt change hands? Is Naomi actually injured? Is Seth Rollins actually injured from Samoa Joe? You know, there's a lot of tangents that we're going off on. But you know what I'm saying? That, hey, that would be actually pretty that would be pretty cool if Seth Rollins really wasn't injured. And he actually did come back. But right, and like they, they do an angle where Triple H thinks he's like off the hook. You know, uh-huh. and then and then Rollins uh-huh. like comes back like faking it because it's like of course everybody b- believes it because it's like we know he hurt he injured his knee before that's right so it's like you know it's realistic to think like hey man he might re injure this thing but if he did it hey that was some smart booking right there man they played that angle well they got us talking about it on the Dirty Elgie Wrestling exactly. Podcast so they yeah. got other people talking about it now <laughs> exactly man. yeah but I tell you Naomi uh, I know we went off on a tangent yeah, congratulations to Naomi absolutely um I, I do think that they'll let her go into Orlando I don't think the belt is going to change hands if she's legit injured they'll keep the belt on her I'm hopefully she'll be back by then yeah I don't know if this is real injury she didn't seem injured at the end of she didn't although she tried to uh, yeah she just did not seem injured she saw she sold a little bit but you know, yeah, I understand. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And we still got the few going on, continuing with Nikki Bella and Natalia. I'm almost getting done with that. Uh, I'm okay with it because it's a nice fight fire kind of feud. Uh, and they brought the story where N- Natty said Nikki can't wrestle, even though they've been clawing and scratching at each other for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then it turned into a wrestling match at Elimination Chamber. I get it, but I don't get it. Um, needs to be more fire there, but they have a last man standing, or I'm sure, I'm sorry, a false count anywhere match coming up on SmackDown this upcoming week, depending on when you're watching this show Absolutely. or listening to the show. Right. So both of them, I think, are good workers. Natty, obviously. Oh, Natty, wrestling, wrestling veteran. Yeah. So best in one of the best in the women's division is what I'm trying to say. But um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I like Natty. I like her aggressiveness as a heel. Sometimes I think she has a hard time with promos, like coming across as a heel. Yeah. Um, I think that the other thing that's missing is Natty's throwing a lot of personal stuff into it as far as like Cena. True. If Nikki could come back and say something about TJ. Oh, man. That's been blackballed from WWE. Right. Exactly. I feel like that could add something else because then it's like, oh, okay, you want to keep dissing my husband? Well, what about yours? I can't wrestle anymore. Like, and if they could, like, put that in it, I feel like it would make everybody go, ooh. Mm-hmm. And it would just give it that fire because now it's like, now, oh, now Natty's really going to come at her. You know what I'm saying? And, but, of course, Nikki can't do that. Um, you can't mention TJ. Right now, so, yeah. yeah. But Tyson if kid. they ever could make that swerve, come yeah. on. That would be great. But you know? I, but at this point, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I think it's kind of run its course. But where are they going to try? They're going to try and take it into WrestleMania, I guess. I think, uh, hopefully not on a one-on-one situation, because I think with the women, you know, they're going to have several women's matches, but they're going to have to fit them all in somewhere. Yeah. So like they're going to have year. that. Exactly. Yeah. They had that five-on-five five women's match during the yeah. kickoff show. So they could do something like that again. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the Speaking of women. Women. Oh, Paige. (laughs) So we know Paige has been out with an injury. She hasn't come back yet. Still with Alberto Del Rio. The Rock Rock is actually doing a movie based off of her family's life. Because I don't know if you know, but Paige's whole family are wrestlers. Right. And um, they're actually like The Rock is producing a a big movie. 
that's going to be based on Paige and her family during their time in the UK. Is that a WWE film? No, movie? I don't think so. I think this is like just a separate script that like he was just inspired by Paige's family's history and wow. he got his team and you know seven bucks production they're doing this thing the rock says they're doing it right it so it may it, I, I don't know I, I gotta recheck my facts it may maybe they're partnering with wwe studios i mean they might have to right because page is a part of their right now page is a part property of, right, pretty exactly, much like that yeah, character. intellectual property yeah. right i mean so, they can certainly talk about her you know as a shoot you know yeah give a real name and you know all that kind of stuff right. but that'd be an interesting story yeah so they're so they're going through with that so that's gonna be cool so my big question i was getting to is does page come back man because there's been a lot of talk that, you know, people don't think Paige is going to get another chance because of, heck, I don't even know what, what happened. Well, like, I mean, she's had a lot book. of backstage politics. Yeah. You know, she's been battling injuries. She, of course, is now living with or engaged to or whatever, Alberto Del Rio, who's been, you know, out of the company for a little while now. So I hope she does. Who'll be wrestling Kurt Angle in the UK, too. So. Is that right? Yeah. Kurt Angle, WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, you know who's going into the uh, WWE Hall of Fame? Who? Holla, holla, holla. Uh, Teddy Long. Get out of my way. Yeah. You're coming to Thunder with Lightning. Yeah, man, Teddy Long going into the holla, 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 Hall of Fame. How about that? Hey, he, he deserves it, man, because he was with them for a long time, officiating before he even did the general manager. And right? managing before that, long years before uh, that. He, he managed like Farouk and the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Simmons and Butch Reed. Come hey, on, man. There we go. Farouk and the other guy. Yeah. No offense to Butch Reed if you happen to be listening to Dirty Ugly Wrestling I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, like, I'm younger. Come I on, I man. I Listen, I only know Farouk from Farouk. Like, I know Farouk from Farouk forward. Anything past, like, before Farouk that? Farouk forward. How many times can you say that without effing Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Farouk, I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm, pardon me. <laughs> PG. Dang. All right. I, I feel you. No. Uh, Teddy Long, Rock and Roll Express, and Kurt Angle so far, as we know, at this time, going into WWE Hall of Fame 2017. So let's get back. Um, you know, we were talking about different things. Will Paige come back? I'd like her to because I always liked her gimmick. I liked the, her presence. I liked that she was the anti-diva, and I just loved what she did in the ring. I yeah, think she did great. Paige is a great talent, man. I feel like I feel like the thing is because of the the uh, the wealth of talent in the women's division now, they might feel like they're not missing anything because the women's division has been doing great without Paige. True. So. And they have she, a lot of talent coming up from exactly, the back end, NXT, exactly. and a lot of talent that they're not overly using on both rosters right now. Exactly. So for her to come, it's just like, all right, she's going to add to it, but she's not the necessity that she used to be. You know, she used to represent that NXT crowd that was coming up from NXT. She was right. like the first one. Right. Now they're pretty much all up here. You all know, the, the big ones stars. on that right. level are up. Exactly. We talked about that before because yeah. a new crop's got to keep coming up. Asuka's exactly. the biggest name in NXT right now. Yeah. And she's got to have all those other women jump up to her level. Exactly. So, um, but I mean, I, I hope they, I, I still hope Paige comes back. I like her. I hope that, you know, her relationship with someone doesn't, Hurt her, but I don't know any. I don't. There could be other stuff going on besides be. just her relationship with Alberto Del Rio. So, guess watch Total Divas. Watch Total Divas. And she's a big draw for Total Divas too. She so. is. So hopefully she'll be on maybe the next season of that. I don't know if they've got that contracted out for another season. Yeah. I know that the season mid finale is kind of coming up soon, and then they have more season coming up, and then Total Bellas and Total Divas and Total Nonstop Action. Speaking of TNA, what a segue! How about that? Um. So they're recording four shows at a clap now. So basically, 
they have four shows in several days and then they'll put them on, you know, for the next four to eight weeks um, on TV. And then they'll have a pay-per-view here and there or internet pay-per-view here and there, but they're kind of recording everything at the same time. Lots of big stars rumored to come in and do those small runs and then they get, you know, a couple days of work get paid for it, and then they're on TV for the next two months. I don't know exactly who that is, but I know there's big stars coming. Really? So we're talking big stars as in former TNA, former, former Global everything. Force, or WWE? WWE. Okay. Yeah, they All just right. said that there's a lot of desire out there to come in and work for four days yeah. and be on TV and collect that money for eight months or two months. I can imagine. I mean, you think about people that aren't. Maybe, like, I mean, look at Cody Rhodes, you know, Cody Rhodes doing it. Um, and he can got, go out and, and right. these guys can go out and work anywhere I, I else. Bet, I bet you Ryback will be will be there. That's probably. He's, he's hitting the indies hard. Yes, he is. And that'll be a big payday for him. He's got a big price tag on him, too. So I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, he's Ryback. So eventually that's going to diminish. But um, <clears throat> he's still got some buying power now. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Um, but that was a segue. TNA's doing okay. I still watch it every now and again. And uh, the Hardys, Broken Hardys, are still doing their thing. And now they are, uh, you know, traveling the world, traveling through time and space to collect every tag team championship in the entire business um, all over the world. So we're going to see how that turns out. Yeah. That's <laughs> – <laughs> Hey, do they uh, – hey, man, if they, if they were able to work out something with WWE to, like – make a surprise appearance for the WWE tag team belts. Wow. Like a one-off or something. Wow. I would pop so hard for that, man. That would be exciting. Uh, you never know. Hey. hey. You never, never you know. You never know. Let's get back to women. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about women. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm just loving this new setup that we got here. It's Perfect. great. I can't wait till we uh, drop this podcast and then drop some more podcasts. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about women. Um, we're going to talk about Bailey who is the new WWE Raw Women's Champion after defeating Charlotte. Um, and that's that's fantastic for her. I'm very happy for her. And Charlotte's going to want her rematch, and Charlotte's going to keep trying. Charlotte's been winning and losing the belt so much, she's going to try to rival that 16 times that she <laughs> ever her dad. And she's going to get to it a lot quicker, too. Hey, I wonder if that's their plan. I wonder if they got, had that in mind, like, we're, <laughs> we're going to get you to be 16. That got some staying power. If somebody told me, we're going to give you the title 15 times, but you're going to have to lose it 15 times. That's guaranteeing you're going to be around for a little while. Right, yeah. I'd take that deal. Right, yeah. Um. And going back to something we were talking about with the Ric Flair thing and the John Cena, I think meeting the goal of 16, now that's gone. Now they want to talk about, if they want to talk about it, they can hit hard that he can beat the goal going back to 17, which they didn't really do with that AJ, John, Bray match that was on SmackDown. They didn't really hit that too hard. Most of that match was talking about AJ and not getting his one-on-one rematch and also talking about Bray being the champion. So they're trying to hit different things at different times here. Yeah, yeah. I think that when that time comes, because I have no doubt that before Cena's done, they'll put the belt on him again. He'll he'll win it again. Yeah, he'll beat Flair's record. Um, And, I mean, I I wouldn't say that it's not deserved, Um, especially at this point. He's already tied it. You know, Cena's name is going to live throughout wrestling history just as much as, like, a Hulk Hogan. So, or Ric Flair. Right, or Stone Cold or (laughs) Rock. You know, he is this generation's... Hulk Hogan, this generation's stone cold. Exactly. He's the man. Yeah. And he's a hard worker. He's dedicated. He's there. I'll take Cena. Right. Yeah. You can't see him. You can't see us <laughs> right now, but we could do Facebook Live and you might yeah. be able to see us. <laughs> um, so 
Let's talk about some other things. As yeah. I said, we got the road to WrestleMania coming up. That's the, fantastic. Did we miss any other matches for Elimination Chamber? What did we talk about? We we, we you know. Oh, we, we had the big the big tag team tournament. We didn't that's cover right. that one. The uh, tag team turmoil that American Alpha won. One, yeah. Came out in the beginning and the end with the tag team championships. I think the tag team championships on both shows need a little bit more juice, a little bit more fire. Absolutely. Um, We've got uh, the Bullet Club or whatever it is. Especially Raw. Raw, that, Raw, 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 needs, yeah. Raw, Raw is in trouble for tag teams. Like Very dry. That's where the Hardys can come in. Right. The Broken yeah. Hardys. There you go. Show up on yeah. Raw. Because, I mean, you got you got the club, which, and you actually mentioned this when we were watching a chamber. Yes. For some reason, it just works in Japan. It, it yeah. It's not. I think that when they first came here, if you remember, everybody was super hyped. But I think. Everybody was super hyped about it because they saw them reuniting with AJ Styles. Right. So AJ continued to elevate right. the Bullet Club. But once they took AJ to SmackDown, you know, those two guys by themselves here mm-hmm. in the WWE, they're not going to do. It's hard. Right. They're very talented. Yes, absolutely. But it's very hard, especially with tag team wrestling these days. Yeah. Because, you know, you got the NXT on a little bit of a smaller venue, smaller level, and that tag team wrestling is just off the hook. Yes. You know, you got the Revival, you got DIY, you got the Authors of Pain. You know, that's off the hook. Those matches are 20, 25 minutes and just back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. So. Because even when those guys come up to the main roster, they aren't really doing the They're not doing of, that. They're not, yeah, they're not doing what was in NXT. You it's know, a different I, style, different Yeah, audience. man. Because even American Alpha, I've, I've noticed... <clears throat> They're not even because ha- I mean when you looked at like American Alpha's matches that they used to have, I mean the crowd would just be into it. The pace was just great, yeah. but it's not the same on the main roster. Hopefully they can get back to doing some of those matches and giving them the the room to do it. SmackDown's good for giving opportunities for things right. like that, so hopefully they will do that. They had a good match against the Ascension recently, and the Ascension's actually getting a little bit of a push now. They've been. I'd say buried since they came up to the main roster. Absolutely, and they're man. talented too. Yeah, and I think it's because I think it's because once once again they're on SmackDown. Right, they're back with NXT writers. Right, um, that they brought up from NXT and and that are trying to just put them back to being the Ascension instead of trying to make them into something they weren't. Right, which was copycats of oh, Demolition, right, of Legion the, yeah. of Doom, and it was all just these guys. Yeah. it was just like some it was just BS, man. Because they were so over when they were down at NXT. Just keep that. They were fine. And so I'm glad that they're finally trying to elevate them again into, like, you know, just these, like, I don't know, masters of terror. Right. Well, and I don't just know what their gimmick is. Big, strong. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, they're big, they're strong, they're talented, and they're evil and mean looking. So that's who they are. And uh, it's great. One more thing about Elimination Chamber. I know we're going back. They didn't have the roaming SmackDown camera angles that they usually have on SmackDown. They just had the regular, normal angles. And uh, I'm not sure, remembering SmackDown pay-per-views that they've done since the brand split, I thought they had those roaming camera angles on those pay-per-views. This one they didn't, which is very strange. Yeah, no, they didn't. and Because uh, it gives that SmackDown feel. It gives a different feel. And you recognize it from watching SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown Live, those roaming camera angles. Yeah, and I can't, I can't recall. I feel like I have to go back and watch a previous SmackDown pay per view before and to see if, excuse me, to see if they're, um, see if they're doing it on the pay per views. Yeah, I have to go back on the WWE Network. I'm not going to tell you how much it costs. Yeah, no, because you should know by now, right? And if you got them, you got them. If you don't, what about the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast Network? I mean, we don't want to charge anybody for anything yet. Yeah, no. You know, we want people to get yeah. this around for free. What are we going to put on our network? Well, I mean, you know, we could have a reality show. You there know, you 
Biggie and uh, Biggie and uh, the Big Ugly. You know, you we go. could have Biggie. Yeah. You know, the Big Show. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We could start like so our own backyard wrestling promotion. Oh wait a minute! Hold <laughs> up. We do not condone. Do not try this at home, uh, please. Because that can happen. Hey, they used to be so popular back in the day, man. Absolutely. So, yeah, a lot going on in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, Lucha coming up on Netflix. We got Ring of Honor, and Ring of Honor is great. And we got a lot of people from EWA Pro Wrestling partnering partnering up with Ring of Honor now. Um, so we've got people coming in, people going there. That's going to be awesome. It's a great partnership that hopefully we will continue to evolve. And I tell you, uh, pro wrestling is just a fun thing to watch right now. And I'm excited coming up to the road to WrestleMania. And then, um, let me tell you something about this. All right, so I'm a big music fan, right? Yeah. I like music. And for the first time in about six or seven years, Metallica is touring in the United States. Can you believe that? Now, I don't know if you're a Metallica fan, Big Ugly. I am not. Okay, I am. So, I don't know, this is uh, this I'm is a not a big thing, fan. it's not a... What's that? I'm a Coldplay fan. Coldplay, okay. I don't know. I guess they're not really in the same genre. I mean, it's a, you know, Metallica's like that 80s, you know, 90s like hard rock metal, and roll. Right? Well, no, or, more no. rock, hard rock. Hard rock. Okay. They have been metal-ish, and they were harder back when in the 80s, but it's always been on my bucket list to uh, see them live, and I'm going to... Uh, definitely do my best to do that because they're coming here to Baltimore, Maryland, right here in Baltimore, Maryland. Really? To, to the, M&T Bank M&T Stadium. Bank. I was about to say, they're too big for the arena. Right. They are not going to be held for no Royal Farms yeah. Arena or Baltimore Arena, whatever you want to call it. Um, but they're almost too big for those types of venues, period. Yeah. They need stadiums. Just like Billy Joel needs stadiums. And he has them. Other than Madison Square Garden because he sold it out like 44 times in a row. But... uh you know, we like music here on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Yes. You know, Coldplay and, and Metallica. Coldplay and Metallica. Now, that would be a concert. How about that? Oh, yeah. They, yeah. And I want to see, dude, you know what else I saw? I think it was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions from either last year or this year. I can't remember. Yeah. But uh, NWA went in. Can you believe that? Yeah, yeah, I think that was last. Was that, yeah. was that last year, two thousand sixteen? Yeah, because I, I just last saw year. it on television, but yeah, they may have been replaying it. I remember there was some controversy for it, but yeah, I'm sure there was. Yeah, but you know, they are artists that changed the world. They are and right. They all showed they up. Well, everybody right. but Easy, you know, God rest that man. Yeah, but they that is well deserved too. So you know, Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. If you want to talk about music, you let us know. You want to talk right. about wrestling? Let us know. Let us know, yeah. You want to talk about UFC? Let us know. What, what else do we want to talk about? What else is going on in the world? Other than, Oh, did you see that picture that's floating around? I know you're not on social media much, but I'm going to show you this picture that's floating around social media of WWE Hall of Famer and current president of the United States, Mr. Donald Trump. And there is a picture floating around, and uh, not yes. a lot of people want to do it. But the McMahon family and the Trump. Yeah. Check it out. I saw it. And actually, somebody put a caption on this that said Stone Cold Steve Austin has stunned 46% of the people in this picture, <laughs> including the current president. <laughs> yes, I saw that, too. And he, he has stunned a lot of people in that picture. He's got to start stunning the little kids. No, yeah. I mean, but seriously, that's what I'm talking about. So we're getting around here. But this is the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. And you know what? We've had a good conversation on this brand new equipment that we have here in the mansion. Yes. Um, we're going to lock it up so, you know, people don't jack our stuff. But, you know, we don't want that to happen. Anyway. No, no, no. We got some good We got stuff. We got security in the mansion. We're we good. do. And we had security roaming around when Violet was here because you just never know. 
Just what's going to happen? Yeah. Anybody, if anyone from Supremacy shows up, we got to ask security. That's right. Because yeah. Supremacy is still a dangerous problem. Absolutely. But EWA country is still much bigger. And we've got the numbers in our favor. So coming up in our upcoming podcasts, we're going to have a couple more interviews. I believe we're going to be talking to Joey Badami. Yes, sir. How about that? You know, Evolution 2K16 winner and uh, the man who wants to go on to Sweet 16 to win it this year. He was in the finals last year. He wants to win it this year. And I know he wants that championship. So we're going to talk to Joey Badami. I know we're going to be talking about the road to WrestleMania quite a lot. Oh, definitely. I know we're going to have a couple of WrestleMania-specific podcasts coming up, uh, you know, the preview to WrestleMania. Our, our and then the started with WrestleMania. It did. Do you remember that? It started with WrestleMania, with you coming back from WrestleMania. That's right. I was and in we, Dallas. We a, yeah, we did a two-part pretty much series. Oh, oh, WrestleMania. That's right. Because it was a big world. Sorry. Uh, because we had NXT TakeOver. And we got going to do the same thing this year. We got NXT TakeOver. We got the Hall of Fame. Raw and SmackDown the week before. Raw and SmackDown Live the week after. Unbelievable. So we're going to have a lot to talk about. Absolutely. I have a question. You got do, a question. Do you watch the Hall of Fame? Yes. All, all the way through? Well, yeah. Well, for, I've been there for the last couple of years. Yeah. So I have watched it from beginning to end. Um, if it's just, just televised, it. it's challenging. Yes. Just because it. Uh, now, when you're there, it's a different feel. But it, and even th- when you're there, it's kind of a lower kind of feel. You don't have a lot of cat calls and screaming. Not like a wrestling event. Like yeah. Loud. You do have the cheers and you do have the claps. It's very respectful. Yeah. For the most part. Um, I'm gonna try to watch it this year. It's on the Friday night before WrestleMania, I think, because NXT right, takeovers on a Saturday. Saturday. So. I'm going to give it a shot, and I'm going to try to watch it. Now, the network is going to probably try to keep it, you know, good with commercials in between for WrestleMania and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to give it a shot. How about you? Um, I, I just – I can never sit through it, man. Like, uh, some of those speeches, they, they just get too much time. Like, I don't know. Because uh, how long is the, – the Hall of Fame is like what? Two, three hours? Should be three hours at max. Right. And, you know. and, and my thing is, I, I don't – like, all right, you're, you're, you're typically inducting about what, five – Five people? Um, on the main card, they usually have seven or eight, seven, but like yeah. four or five they actually give the main stage to. Right. Sometimes they do it, you know, a little beforehand, a little afterhand, and they get smaller times. But, you know, the main eventers, you know, like yeah. Kurt Angle's going to get whatever he wants, you know, have yeah, one time he wants. Get, yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, I, I feel like, man, just cut it down to a good, you know, 15, 20-minute max. Like, I mean uh, – even that's kind of long. I feel like, you know, if you get people to go out there, give you a little, uh, like Nash did, like Scott Hall did, right. You know, thank some people and, and get out of there. Like it's hard for me to sit there and watch. And you ever see Mr. T get inducted into the hall of fame? I, I couldn't get through it. But I heard, I heard about it was, listen, I have trouble watching embarrassing moments. And like, because I know he was just like, it was, it was an embarrassment. He was like, thanking everybody. Yeah, he was thanking everybody, thanking his mama. Right. And, and he and, got the hook by King having to get his pyro and his music played yeah, to get him to, to come get out him on stage. Off of the stage. Like that's embarrassing, <laughs> man. Like, and it's funny because like and I want to thank, yeah. Sorry. And and it's funny because uh, I pity the fool. Come on, Creed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Went to Rocky three. Come now. on, Clubber Lang. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, let me tell you what. I vote your wife for your real one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm All right. So that's a tangent. Yeah. Rocky three is a good movie. But, Go out but watch the thing it. is, like Hulk Hogan was in it, and he was Thunderlips. Thunderlips. Yeah. Because the thing is, is with Mr. T. He actually rejected going into the Hall of Fame so much, but then got up there and couldn't shut up. Like I don't get it. <laughs> Man, Mr. T, let me tell you the longest acceptance speech 
in WWE Hall of Fame history. It was Ric Flair, and it was during the weekend of WrestleMania 24, which I think it was in 2008. He actually went into the Hall of Fame, and then he also, the next night, wrestled Shawn Michaels in his final WWE match. And Ric Flair was the last. He was the main eventer. Of course. Um, He went in with a great class, but he went in and he legit spent... 90 minutes on the stage and triple h inducted him so he stood back there for 90 minutes um and i am not i am not joking it was 90 minutes the building was trying to close i mean they did not want to cut him off because he's rick flair how are you gonna cut rick flair off right so but he just had story after story after story granted they were entertaining but man i was like man it's, it's midnight right come on, come on rick. <laughs> yeah you gotta chill rick oh man that's why i can't listen to his podcast Cause he talks a he, lot. Yeah, he just and he just rambles. Yeah, it's like we go on rants, but then we we know how to bring it back. But mm-hmm. his just keep going, man. We go on like our tangents or whatever. But it, like his just when his co- podcast comes back, which I think it is, he's gonna have Conrad Thompson again with him. Yeah. to kind of cut him down. Conrad po- Thompson, that's his life podcast. Great host. Yeah, he is a great host. But then, and, but he's the owner of like a mortgage company. He's like rich. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's rich. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think yeah. of. Uh, yeah, he's he's in a mortgage company. He's in the mortgage business. So he does have a shoot job. But, I mean, he does enough he research does. and podcasts. He's, he's on a bunch he's of great. them. So and, and I, 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 heard, like I heard Thompson. Bruce Pritchard describe him as, like, when he's doing something to wrestle with, Conrad Thompson's like a prosecutor, you right. know, <laughs> uh, examining Bruce Pritchard. And, but he does a good job. At it. He does a good job of asking him the tough questions, trying to get the answers out of him. He does. Calling him on his BS. So It's great. By the yeah. way, check out the XFL. Uh, check out the podcast on the Pritchard Show, but also uh, check out on ESPN 30 for 30. I was going to ask you, did you see it? I did. I didn't see it Please yet. Please go watch right, it on I'm demand. Try, all right, I'm going to try and watch it check tonight, Because that is a great great documentary um and let me know even more i i thought i knew a lot about the xfl because i i dug deep i did a little research but man i tell you there was so much going on between nbc and wwe um dick Eppersall and vince mcmahon and uh there's a great spot at the end of that whole documentary where they're having dinner nowadays like recently and they're talking about would you ever do it again and like oh yeah i'd do it again in a heartbeat let's do it like oh my god we can see you're talking about vincent dick vincent dick <laughs> and i mean well, dick is in dick yeah oh they're great yeah they're our friends but yeah check that out xfl that's uh a, a big talking point so again what do you want to he hear hate me that's the only that's the only person i remember he hate me he's he, on that documentary yeah that's i think that's the only person anybody ever knew like he hate me <laughs> and uh, oh, and, and listen to Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura it was the commentator for XFL. He's a WWE Hall of Famer. He was a wrestler. He was a commentator. And uh, Jesse Ventura has such a deep, calloused voice, and you can't not recognize Jesse the Body Ventura. Check out uh, anything that has to do with Jesse Ventura. He is very deep, very intellectual. And I know that's a tangent, but do it. And you can watch Predator, too. Predator. He's in that. Predator, running man, you know? Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're, we want to know from you, again, give us your feedback. What do you want to hear on the Dirty Wrestling Podcast? What topics do you want us to talk about? Who do you want to hear? Who do you want us to talk about? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was more, more Mr. T. That was it. Um, you know, who do you want us to interview? Because we want to hear You want a you. real man on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just got Clover Lang I'm in sorry, you, don't yeah, you? That's yeah. good. You want a real man. <laughs> you want to jump, jump. Yeah. Come, come on, jump. Come on, Creed. <laughs> 
Yeah, you chicken, you better run. Anyway, watch Rocky Three, you know, because it's good. Watch all the Rocky movies, including Creed. I, 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 that's why I was on my mind. I just watched Creed the other day, man. It's such a great movie. Was that the man. first time you seen Creed? No, no. I, I, I'm about to say, so I thought you times. saw Creed when it first came out. Yeah, no, I did. Because I yeah. did too, because we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, but I was showing a friend Creed that hadn't seen it yet. And like now I just want to go back and watch all the Rockies. Cause Check that out right there on my top shelf here at the man. No, Check out that got, Rocky yeah, movie. You got the, you got I got them all. I don't have. I don't have Creed on DVD yet because I have it on demand. So, you know, because DVDs kind of – I love DVDs, though. Yeah. You know, but it's kind of going out. Yeah. But anyway, we've worn off on enough tangents here. We've given you – hopefully you have listened to this new uh, sound setup that we have, and hopefully you like it. If you have any feedback on that, please let us know if we need to be louder, if we need to be quieter, if we need to, you know, change the settings a little bit on the Yeti. The Yeti. Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> that was like Chewbacca was. dying or something like that. I don't know what that was. But, <laughs> Sorry. That's fantastic. But anyway, we want to thank you so much for listening to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. You know, hit us up on Gmail, dirtyuglywrestling at gmail.com. Twitter, D-U Wrestling Pod. So that's Dirty Ugly Wrestling Pod. D-U Wrestling Pod on the Twitter. And that's at D-U Wrestling Pod. Facebook, Dirty Ugly Wrestling. Um, we are on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Please follow, like, subscribe. Get us out there because we keep growing Big Ugly. I we, love it. Yeah, we do, man. So we thank everybody for listening. And we thank Violet for putting in her two cents. And if you would like to be our social media ambassador, not Violet, but if you, the Dirty Ugly Wrestling listeners, would like to be our social media ambassador, share our Facebook page, share our Twitter feed, share our email address, Share it all, and you will be an ambassador to us. And we will shout you out on the podcast. You know, John Willie, he's been on there. Jay Kemp, Jam and Jason, me shouting them out. Robbie B, the Blizzard, Wrestling in Maryland, Big League Photography. Good, good stuff. We're going to have a photography episode here coming up sometime soon. Uh, but Big Ugly, what do you got for the Dirty Ugly Wrestling listeners before we wrap this up? Uh. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I don't know what that was, but we'll take it. Um, oh, you know what? And this is an idea, and we want to let you know that this is coming up in the Dirty Ugly Wrestling future. We are going to have our show of gimmicks because we had some voices recently from our uh, timekeeper, Mr. Joe Clunk, from anybody who's come on and done any kind of voices and any kind of gimmicks. So they had a gimmick battle royal back in WrestleMania 17 where he had all these gimmicks, including Brother Love, by the way. Um, so we're going to have a podcast where we introduce gimmicks and we're going to introduce people as yeah, gimmicks. baby, I like the sound of that. That was, was, my, was that, was that, that was my, your Dusty Rose? That was my Dusty Rose. You know no. what I'm saying, Dusty. And he came in. And it's the dream, baby. The dream, baby. And that's right, the dream. But, you know, if you want to hear some impersonations, if you've got some impersonations, let us know because we've got some good ones. You got to beat the man to be the man. Woo! That was a good one. Woo! Yeah, that was all right. I, I never yeah. heard a uh, a black man try to do Ric Flair before. And you yeah. know what? Because we're yeah. race-friendly here right now. <laughs> The dirty ugly wrestling. It don't matter right. what race or creed, creed you are, but uh, you know, check it out. But you know, my my big one, and, and he's gonna come on the Ultimate Warrior. He's gonna have to come on our podcast when you because you know, there's a lot more of yeah. Ultimate Warrior yeah. where I came from. But anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
we want to thank you for listening to this, and we appreciate you. And we'll be back sometime in the near future. Right, Big Ugly? Absolutely. So should we end it just like we end it every time? Every time, brother. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Ah. Deuces! Ah. <laughs> that was the Yeti saying deuces. We're out of here.